they want to make sure you're sure they want to educate. And I've had Christine come to speak at some group makeup lessons as well. And the girls were just in awe. They had like numerous questions for her, but they were just like, wow, like I didn't know that. And we always say like education is the most important. Like she needs to go through everything. So, you know, what exactly is happening before anything in any injector or nurse practitioner or registered nurse or medical assistant should be going through these things with you before you get any treatment. Welcome to the Find Your Strong podcast. I'm Jennifer Van Barneveld Pay, president of Strong Fitness Magazine, founder of Team Strong Girls, and fitness coach turned fitness publisher. Each week, I'm going to give you a thought or an interview of how to build stronger bodies, stronger minds, and stronger relationships. Getting to where I am now has been nothing short of a journey of the ultimate highs and the deepest of lows. I've had my fair share of setbacks, near bankruptcy, an eating disorder, and multiple miscarriages. You name it, I lost my way time and time again. But through it all, I uncovered my purpose, which gave me the perseverance to find my strong and stay the course. I've spent more than 15 years coaching women, and I know that fitness is a vessel to help you feel strong, confident, and empowered in your body and your life. If you're looking for inspiration and motivation, you've come to the right place. You are not going to want to miss this. What's up, Monica? Welcome to the show. I am so, so excited to have you on today. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here and chat with you all things I love. (laughs) Yes, you always have the best skincare and beauty advice. So to have you here with me today to give this advice to everybody is super special And for those of you that don't know Monica, she is uh, our Strong Fitness Magazine beauty expert, as well as makeup artist. So all our fabulous cover models have been elevated with Monica's talents. And I, like, whenever I'm in your makeup chair, I learn so much from you. And, you know, you have the best referrals, the best advice, the best product information. And I just thought it would be so cool to have you sit down and share your expertise with all of our listeners today. It's going to be pretty awesome. Most of our listeners are in our 40s. And so we want to know how to take care of our skin, how to make it even better in our 40s, even in our 50s. So we can like pause aging period. (laughs) Everyone wants that, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to kind of dig deep today. And and I have a, a, a number of questions to ask you that I want to know. I think our listeners want to know. So, okay, let's get into it. What are the key skincare concerns that typically arise in our forties? Well, I think by this time, usually it's all with anti-aging. So Mm -hmm. looking at fine lines and wrinkles, um, volume loss. Um, and then there's also pigmentation and, you know, redness, skin texture, but mainly anti-aging is what you see uh, mostly when you're approaching 40 years old or 40 or older, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I can, I always complain to you about, you know, my skin, skin pigmentation. I feel like when you turn 30, you really start to notice like the unevenness of your skin, or at least me. And I'm, I'm more of a freckly person. So like, I get a lot of like freckles in the sun and 
moles and that sort of thing. So I really noticed like the unevenness of my skin when I turned 30. So everything starts to show. So every when you're younger, you don't realize the damage from, you know, the external environment mm-hmm. and pollution and the sun. Like you don't realize how much it's affecting our skin. And then as you get age, older, sorry, and aging, you start to see these things come out. So if you're not really taking care of it then and, you know, wearing your sunscreen and whatnot, you're going to start seeing. Yeah. People would tell me and I would be like, oh, you know what? I... I love the sun. Like I love that tan, that glow. And that was like, you know, in my twenties, but then I started to realize that it, it does really cause damage. You know, when you're not wearing the SPF, I wear SPF now every single day on my face, right. uh, you know, even in the winter months, but what are things, what are the things that we should be doing in our skin routine now compared to our twenties or thirties, or should it have been like, kind of consistent throughout like no, our so 20s. I'm mention that with the previous question as well. Seeking mm-hmm. um, like how can these things be addressed effectively and seeking professional help is the best way to go. So you know your skin type. So you know what, you know, what will work um, and given options of things to do. So seeking professional help can be a range of things. So, you know, I started out as an esthetician. Um, there's medical estheticians, there's nurses, and then you have kind of like the top of the uh, pyramid, which is like dermatologists and plastic surgeons. Mm -hmm. And over there, you're going to get a bit of a different kind of skincare compared to when you're working as an esthetician, or you're going to a department store or retail store um, to buy skincare. So when you go to these different locations, you can find like, you know, in with an esthetician, you're going to get more of a relaxation, you know, small like day, you go to medical uh, care uh, grade, you know, clinic, you're getting more of a treatment that's going to target specific issues. Yes. Um, on the non-surgical side, there is obviously injectables and there's obviously lasers and peels and PRPs and medical grade skincare. So these are how they can be addressed. So compared to our 20s and 30s, you know, as long as like, in our 20s and 30s, I'm lucky because I've done a lot since I was younger, but I'm mm-hmm. just got to where I need to be with my skin and I figured out what works for me. So it I, takes a while. It takes yeah, a while to figure it, it out and test it out. Yeah. I did aesthetics when I was 18, 19, and I started working at a surgeon's clinic when I was 27. And from there, like regimented sunscreen every day. And I'm approaching 40 next, well, this year, sorry. (laughs) So I'm like really happy that I found what works, but again, it's always changing because their skin is always changing, right? Mm -hmm. It's a bit different from when we get older. So when you're approaching 40 or 40 plus, I'd say, you know, start kicking it up a notch. You know, if you're using, you know, La Mer or, you know, things like that, I'd say like, try, you know, going a little bit more medical grade. I use a variety of products. I test out products for the magazine. Um, I love using a range, um, but I would say like to get up a notch, try some lasers, peels, chemical, um, you know, PRP, the vampire facial. Um, There's so many options out there if you're not seeing your concerns being addressed or fixed. And not everything is going to be fixed, but I noticed my biggest changes when I started working at the surgeon clinic because I was doing all these treatments that were actually helping my skin. Yeah. It's like, it's like finding the perfect 
protocol for your skin. And it's, and it's like anything. It's like, I compare it to, you know, your fitness level. Like it's, you're not just going to get fit in a week. You know, it is consistency with a plan in place. And that consistency is what's going to get you there. Uh, I noticed the biggest difference when I started to see Christine and Val, which you, you know, you referred me to, they are our skin gurus. Christine is a injectable nurse. Val is, she does more of the medical grade services and she really assesses your skin and provides you with feedback and also almost sets you up with a quote unquote prescription for your skin with medical grade products. And I noticed the biggest difference. So for me, I was always into skincare too. And I would take care of my skin. You know, I think I was taking care of my skin in my teens and my twenties probably could have done a better job with like the SPF, but um, there is such a difference between going to a spa and getting a facial versus going to a medical esthetician and actually having a plan in place where you're working towards something together. Right. And those products that they use and that, you know, I mean, I used to sell them to clients as well. They do, you know, a little bit, but you know, they're not at that grade where we yeah. want a bigger change. And as we get older, we want the changes quicker and um, to show up more. Right. So Totally. And it's like, I like using metaphors. It's like somebody who wants to get fit and maybe joins like a membership for $10. It's great to start, you know, you're getting a a plan and maybe some community, but if you really want to kick up your fitness goals, then you're, you're hiring like a one-on-one coach to help you get there. Right. It's the same with, with our skincare too. Okay. So I want to know what is the worst advice that you've ever heard when it comes to taking care of your skin? So when it comes to taking care of your skin, I'm a big creature of do what works for you, right? Mm-hmm. If you're happy with your skin, good. I'm so happy for you. But I've had people sit in my chair where, you know, say they just wash their face with bar soap and water or just water. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm just like, oh, okay. Like, and then you wonder why your skin is a little bit more dry, right? Like it, it's stripping your natural skin, like your natural oils and, you know, um, harming your skin barrier, right? So yeah. once you're following up with like a decent skincare regime after, then I could see like it kind of balancing out. But I think that's something that I I was just like, uh, yeah, not, I don't recommend that. Um, because like I said, we're exposed to so many environmental factors, pollution, UV rays, mm-hmm. uh, blue light rays, um, you know, grease in our hair, our fingers, if we touch our face, like kids. <laughs> so, <Yeah>. you know, <laughs> It's good to just get that off every day at night, if possible. Like you don't have to do it twice a day. Um, cleansing. Some people do it morning and night, which is fine. That's, you know, totally fine. But I mean, it depends on you. Like it depends on like, if you're working out, like it totally depends on like what you, like for me, if I put on some serum at night, uh, when I wake up the next morning, I'll just like splash my face with some water and then I'll work out. Yeah. 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 But then if I work out and I'm sweating, then of course I'm going to have a shower and wash my face after. So it really just depends on how you're setting up your day, I think. Yeah. And I think like, there's not really any like advice that I received, but like things we used to do back in the day, like face scrubs, the apricots, face scrubs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, I was going to bring that up. The St. Ives. Was yeah. St. Ives. Ives? <laughs> <laughs> I used to scrub my face like 
it was like red after. Yeah. Like, and it's just, an, it causes micro tears. Right. So we know that now, um, like apricot walnut. So, you know, there's <laughs> many products with that. Um, if you're still using it, stop, please. <laughs> um, but there's other options like chemical exfoliants, um, glycolics and silicics and lactic acid and all these. Yeah. So what would you say, like on this topic of face wash, what is the best face wash in your opinion? What do you use? Um, so I use, okay. So it's kind of hard right now because I'm pregnant, but when I'm not pregnant, there's certain medical grade products you can use. So if it's less than 2% solicit, I'm just not using anything right now um, that it can affect, but bioactive cleanser is like probably the only one uh, by Biofora that I'm using right yes, now. Yeah. I love um, that yeah. one. And yeah. it's not expensive at all. No. It's like 30, I think 35 bucks it's or like something. It's huge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So those are the products that I use mainly in like Zio products, which I love as well. So again, medical grade, but I do have some other ones that like I cherry pick because I try and, you know, go with the flow, but cleansing. Yeah. Like I, I just wash the day off, yeah. <laughs> wash the day off. That's all I say. <laughs> and, and it should have some, like you're saying that your face wash, if you're not pregnant, should have some glycolic acid in the face wash. It depends on your skin type. So I know my yeah. has a calming cleanser and then I don't remember. Oh, I guess mine would be the bioactive cleanser, which is a little bit more intense because my skin is more normal to oily. Mm -hmm. um, and I tend to have more breakouts and whatnot. And so that increased amount of glycolics and salicylics help to kind of exfoliate the skin for me and like clear off everything. Whereas I think the Biophora calming has more of lactic acid, which is still an acid, but it's lighter and not lighter as aggressive and then um a chemical exfoliant which I use gly just glycolic because glycolic you can work use in pregnancy right now um a low percentage um is it the a a is the a -A? so BHAs are not recommended in pregnancy but they have the bioactive solution, which is the toner, which is a combination of salicylic and glycolic. And it might be less than 2%. I'm not too sure, but right now I'm just using glycolic. Yeah. <laughs> and those are kind of like a chemical exfoliant. So, you know, two to three times a week. I, I do use it a little bit more than that. Um, just because my skin is a bit more oily, normal oily. You know what? I found the biggest difference in my face when I started that, like when I started using uh, glycolic acid in my face wash when I started using it, you know, three, four times a week. And I kind of had to build my tolerance up because yeah. I was also introduced to uh, retinol, which we can get into as well. Um, and I think the combination of that was a game changer for me because I felt like what I would normally do if my face was acting up is I would think it, cause I have kind of combination, but it would get more dry in the winter. Yeah. I would slather on moisturizer. Yeah. And then I would end up getting, you know, like build up on my forehead, yeah. but, and my skin just didn't, it looks still so dull. I noticed a huge difference when I started this exfoliation process every single week. And then I also kind of, um, in between, I would use some oils if I did get some, some dryness. Yeah. So I see you through the whole process, of course. <laughs> yeah. You need me from the, like, oh my God, the beginning. I'm like, you know, totally, totally worth it. So yeah. So the bioactive cleanser, like, like I said, you can, you, you have to build up to it. So every other day for like the toner part of it. Um, and that actually helps like our top layer of our skin 
sheds, right? Like it's the horn, called the horny layer. <laughs> so yes. it's just dead skin cells filled up of oils and all of that. So that helps to take it off. And then the retin-A is um, what we were talking, what you were talking about. So there's retin-A, which is like the highest form. And then it goes down to like retinols and um, retin-A is the prescription that we use. Yes. I'm on the retin-A then. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so the retin-A, you just need like a little pea size and I am you know, it, it is a little bit aggressive and the fact that your face does get a little sensitive and flaky. And I love that because I like to, why well, I see yeah. how like the work. more flakes, the better. Yeah, like, new fresh skin. skin. <laughs> so I just love, I love seeing it and some people can't handle it. And that's when maybe a retinol like would be better. And I know Zio has specific retinols, um, but you can use a retin-A and I'll like, we start off slow and ease into things. So. Yeah, I I I think when I first was introduced to Retina A, I think I was um yeah, I was in my 30s because it was right before my wedding. So probably 29. And I started using it and it's like I had to use it every single day. And I noticed, oh, I couldn't keep it up because my skin my skin looked ridiculously horrible. And I know, and I kept on, they kept on telling me just gotta kind of get through it. Yeah. It's like I'm getting married soon. I can't. I can't deal with this. And so I just stopped using it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But then when Val introduced me to it, she was like, okay, we do a much slower process and we build up your tolerance. And it literally took me a whole year, maybe even longer to build it up to every other day. And sometimes I even find like different seasons. I can only use it every third day. Yeah. third, Third evening. Yeah. So yeah, you generally, what they used to do was have you on it every night for 16 weeks or whatever it was. And then you go down to two to three weeks. So that's how I did it back um, 13 years ago. Um, But I mean, I was all for like all the change and I was like, yeah, peel away, get red. I don't care. Um, But now there's like things where they say, you know, easing in, working your weight, your tolerance up (laughs) as to anything. Um, and even sometimes people do it still every other night. And I think if you're just doing a little bit of that, like it's Renee is proven scientifically to reverse the signs of aging. So yes. like, what else can you ask for? That's the number one product, right? So, and I've noticed a huge difference with just even like under, like I'm, I've, I, I avoided my eye area for the longest time, but, um, last year when I was talking about, she's like, no, 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 put it on your eye area. Cause it's going to thicken the skin there. Cause that's where we, as white girls, we lose a lot of, you know, yeah. like our skin thins a lot quicker yeah. than, yeah. you know, um, South Asian or even like Asian. I mean, like- I'm South Asian, but mine is pretty thin here. I don't know why, but I have the same problem, but yeah, retin-A, like I would always ask Val, cause I get fine lines here. And I was like, Val, I need an eye cream. I need an eye cream. And she's like, no, you just need retin-A. Like- totally. Yeah. She's like, she, she, I love her, um, perspective on everything. Cause she's like, less is more. Yeah. Like and literally these, yeah. Like these yeah. three products, like the, the glycolic, um, biophora yeah. face wash, the AAH, um, the glycolic acid that you're going to use like every other day or, or three yeah. nights a week. And then the retina A, like those yeah. three things changed the game for my skin. Yeah. Working up to it. So yeah, it was, the biophora bioactive cleanser and bioactive toner you're probably on and then the retin-a yeah those three products and that's what I always say is like less is more you Mm -hmm. don't need a 13 step skincare regime and 
I used to do everything. I used to layer everything and my skin is not dry. Like it wasn't dry. I've always had oily skin and like my skin's like was literally peeling, like pilling, like products, makeup wouldn't stay on my skin. And now I literally use like just the minimal. I'll use my cleanser solution. And then I just use uh, my product and my sunscreen, like whatever time it is. And when we were in our, in the makeup chair, yes. <laughs> the one thing you said to me that really stuck was like, I don't wear any foundation anymore or hardly wear a foundation. And I was like, I want to get to the point where I don't have to wear yeah. foundation. And so, um, when you said that to me, that's when I started going to Val and she started doing some laser treatments. Yes. Can we talk about those a bit? Because I know that you can't get certain ones just because of your skin tone. But I found laser treatments really help with like the evenness of my skin, especially after pregnancy with, you know, uh, the, what's it called again? The, when, oh, when you're pregnancy mask, like the, yes. mask. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, of course. Um, so lasers I've always done. I mean, I've done, I, with Val when we were at the other clinic and we would do a micro laser peel and literally I'd be at the front desk and people would be like, what did you do? Like my skin was red and it would go into this glaze because it was just like, it was almost like all plastic all over my skin. And then it was (laughs) like by the end of the week, but I loved it. It was like, oh my God, I know like it's going to look so good. So that was a micro laser peel back in the day that she did on me. Now we do the laser genesis, which helps. um, I have a bit of melasma here. So it helps my pigmentation tight, like my pores, like tightens my pores. And she kind of sometimes mixes it with a peel. So after my skin just looks so good and so even. And um, I was like on a mission to stop wearing foundation back in 2019. And I did. And just even cutting the foundation out, I noticed foundation with my skin. I can't put it on my forehead because I get bumps. Yeah. I get that too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then I just stop. You don't need as much there, right? Like just a little soup if you do it. So I do it here and there when I wear it, but yeah, I don't wear foundation anymore. Just concealer. (laughs) And um, now they have bronzer by Hora and Zio have like tinted moisturizers. So that helps to even out the skin. I'm sorry, not moisturizers, sunscreens, which helps to even out the complexion as well. But for the lasers, lasers, Genesis um, is one of the ones that I love and I can do. The other one was intense pulse light IPL or photo rejuvenation. Yeah, that's what I did. I did a, a few treatments of that and it's it kills like a bitch, but it's worth it. <laughs> but it's worth it. Yeah. So the jet, uh, the laser genesis just feels like warm water going on your skin and it's relaxing actually. And then the IPL photo rejuvenation is for the browns and reds in your skin. Mm-hmm. So it help to, it kind of gets ugly before it gets better. And Val says this all the time. So like it can crust off after two, three days, and then you'll get your best skin after. Mm-hmm. Um, but usually those are done in series. And so is laser genesis. And then you go into maintenance mode, which you and I are both in kind of like a maintenance. We kind of just go in when we want them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Feel good we and want that glow. Catch up. But IPL is a really great, um, great uh, laser for reds and browns. And if your skin type, I believe one to four on the Fitzpatrick scale, you're okay. But because I'm South Asian, I'm a, I'm skin type five, so I can't get it done. So, but again, retin-A and there's like other options for me to use and whatnot. So I yeah. love like whenever I go see Val, she like shows me studies of like these yeah. things. Like she's like, it can actually basically like change your, I don't even know the proper term, but 
it basically can take your, 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 like after three treatments, your skin will be a certain amount younger. Yeah. So when you use lasers, even like laser hair, I believe you are boosting the collagen in your skin. Mm-hmm. And even if you've had fillers and everything is like, when you use it, it all comes together. It like yeah. all comes together. So PRP with filler or, you know, it all makes it last a bit longer. Um, it boosts the collagen in the skin and I honestly, I've been doing PRP for a while and not that often, but I go in and I see a difference in my skin the next day, but I don't see a major difference because I don't have a lot of wrinkles, but I know that in the long term is gonna like benefit me, right? Like I just go into that, but then there's like treatments I see on people that have had massive change with the PRP and like just like even on their chest and it's just smooth out. Like it's just incredible. What? Yeah, because the sunspots, like they just go, like she'll target them and then they go darker and then they kind of fluff off. Yeah, for the IPF. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But for the PRP, like you've also saw a difference. Oh, yes. The PRP, which is like the vampire facial, which yeah. that that is. Rich plasma. Yes. So basically what they do there is they take your blood and he, he she spins it into a some sense. sort of. Yes. And then, and then it, it separates the blood and the plasma mm-hmm. and then that plasma is re-injected. And some, I think she does it with microneedling too. I haven't done that part, but, um, there's so many options of things you can do, but yeah, it just gets re-injected back into the skin and it kind of leaves like an egg, like kind of yolk on your skin. And you yeah. Do it's kind of gross, but it's like, you know, it's so good for your skin. So you yeah. leave it on for as long as possible and you yeah. don't see anybody that evening. No. <laughs> You just bask in your egg egg yolk plasma mask. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's like, I've oh. received four treatments now. We did three kind of in a row. And I noticed a huge difference because she will also get like this little uh, needle yeah. and put and, and um, inject it under your eyes, like your own plasma under your eyes, which a lot of... I, I don't know about you. I, I don't really know anybody that's gotten filler under their eyes. Um, it's like one thing that you probably want, but it, yeah. apparently it's not good to get filler under your eyes. Is that correct? I, mean, I think I had a little bit done a while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what the updates are on that. I think um, for like for people that have really thin yeah. under eyes, which I do, it's not a good. Yeah. And like sunken. So like a little bit here, but I try to do everything else I can. Yeah. I but I go with what Christine says and I, I don't, I, I don't know if she's done it or what this, the, the thing is about the under eyes now, but I know like certain things like, is like, no, like nose. Cause there's so many, um, different, uh, what's the term nerves or something in your nose. And it's so easy to get like, almost like, what is it called? I can't even remember it. Sorry, pregnancy brain. Like, you can almost fall off. Like that's like your nose, right? Yeah. So that's like why. the filler in your nose, you mean? Yeah. Filler okay. in your nose. Yeah. Like, sorry, I can't, I can't think right now what the term is. And I know it. So don't get, don't get filler in your nose. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's options, but I mean, some people do it just like a little bit. And I, I did it a while ago, but yeah, like when I see certain things, I'm just like, yeah, that's a little bit more of a riskier area. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But again, you're going to go, if you're going to get injections, you're going to go to someone who's very educated and yes. tell you about this. And this is what Christine and Val do. 
before they even touch your face, they educate you for a really, really long time. And then you're given the option. You didn't even know half the things you knew until you went to Christina. Totally. Bell. Like I was getting injected. I was getting Botox. I had some, uh, a little bit of filler and it was through a doctor and literally you would go in and you were out in 10 minutes yeah. or less. Mm-hmm. And I even had those like Spock eyebrows where my eyebrows were like up and I was like, oh, like I thought it was normal. And you look back on photos now and I'm like, this is not normal. Like I should have gone back and he should have put a little bit more into certain areas to bring my eyebrows down because that's not normal to look like surprised for, <laughs> you know, every, every conversation. <laughs> What's wrong with this girl? Yeah. Um, but then when I went to Christine and, and Val, like they literally sit down and talk to you for 30, 40 minutes sometimes before yeah. they actually treat you. Yeah. And they want to make sure you're sure they want to educate. And I've had Christine come to speak at some group makeup lessons as well. And the girls were just in awe. They had like numerous questions for her, but they were just like, wow, like I didn't know that. And we always say like education is the most important. Like she needs to go through everything. So, you know, what exactly is happening before anything in any injector or nurse practitioner or registered nurse or medical assistant should be going through these things with you before you get any treatment. Totally. I agree. I agree. Okay. I just want to take a short break right now to discuss something that I've absolutely fallen in love with. Now, you know that I'm a big fan of whey protein and I'm never going to give that up but I'm also really loving the vegan diesel because it's amazing at crushing late night snacking. Diesel vegan mixes up so smooth and my tip is to just use one cup of chilled water, nothing less, and that is the secret. So there's two things that actually make this vegan different from all the rest. One is solathin and the other is mod carb. Both are organic super grains that are amazing at helping you feel full for longer. Listen, we all know the right diet is key, but every little secret hack can help. And this shake is super easy to drink. It has a really nice oat milk flavor. It's not chunky like a lot of the other plant proteins. And it also has five plant proteins mixed together in a way that makes it work exactly like whey does. If you're interested in trying some, click the link in my show notes or go to perfectsports.com and use code JVB, J is in Jennifer, V is in Victor, B is in Ball at checkout, and you're going to save 20% off any of their amazing supplements and protein powder. So again, use JVB at checkout to save 20%. What um, is your daytime? I'm going to switch a little bit over to the skincare because I know we'll get a lot of questions about, um, okay, you shared the nighttime, right? So the nighttime routine when you're not pregnant would be something like a glycolic acid, maybe the next night a retina A, and then yeah. you'd alternate. Or for me, I always like, I'll, I'll do an oil yeah. on the third night, just so I avoid some of the extra dryness right. for daytime. Yeah. What does that look like? Okay. So for nighttime. Okay. So I, I forgot to mention, so the bioactive cleanser I was using and the toner, but now it's my, I'm not using just the glycolic toner, but Mm -hmm. they also have the BHA or the bioactive gel, which is higher percentages of the glycolics and salicylic HAs and BHAs. So I would also eat nights with that and then the Mm, retin-A. I literally just, 
use toner or like whatever toner and I go through a variation of things. So um, niacinamide is something that I use for my skin that um, I found really helps because when you have oilier skin, it's hard to find a product that's going to not make you feel greasy through the day and make your complexion nice. Uh, Zalic acid I use as well and vitamin C. So I alternate between the three depending on how I want my skin to feel that day. Um, vitamin C helps boost the, is an added protection essentially for sunscreen. Yes. So, and then I follow up with sunscreen. I feel like it, it can essentially help prevent uh, sun damage and, and skin cancer. Yeah. Vitamin, oh, yeah. C. vitamin yeah. C and sunscreen are like the two products. Yeah. If you don't know what to start on, those are the two products. Mm -hmm. They always say start with vitamin C. You can even use vitamin C at nighttime as well, which I do sometimes now. Um, I alternate between the three that I use in the morning and night because my skin works with certain things. But Retin-A, when you're using Retin-A, um, moisture or a, like an oil could help as well. Um, so alternating with that would be. I use the um, Skin Suticals. Yes. C-E uh, Frulic. Frulic. Yes. That's when that one's really good. It's a little bit expensive, but I I've noticed a huge difference in my skin using that every morning. That one's really great. And it also, um, I think because vitamin C can be like unstable. Yeah. So that one, I believe is like more stabilized. It's like one of the best ones on the market. Yeah. It's more medical grade. Like this yeah, is a medical grade. Yeah, for sure. Sanceuticals is a medical grade skincare line. So what about hyaluronic acid? Like, do you use that at all? Or is that kind of in certain creams? But it is. So it is in certain products. Um, hyaluronic acid, like just like I believe niacinamide, we already, or no, maybe not. Hyaluronic acid, we already have. Like, and that's what filler is essentially, mm -hmm. right? Um, hyaluronic acid, I've used the Biophora one and I'll use it here and there. And I believe your skin should be a little bit more moist before applying and having a little bit added after as well, but I don't use too much of it, but I have tried it. Um, it's really what works with your skin too. Yeah. Right? I find it's like nice to do before I put on makeup because it like yeah. smooths my skin out. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's a really great product. I don't see anything like wrong with using hyaluronic acid at all. Like I've, oh, I've seen clients that use it and they love it. So I'm going to have Christine on to talk about this, but can we just quickly talk about fillers? Because I feel like a lot of people are, when they hear about it, it's yeah. like, oh my gosh, I'm so scared. Like, I don't want to look like, you know, a duck or like these, these, some of these overly done women, like the housewives and that sort of thing where you, they put a lot of filler in their cheeks yeah. and their face. What does filler do? And I mean, for me, like, I feel like you can use it just to, you know, um, increase the volume that you've lost. So yeah. it doesn't have to be super noticeable. Right. So up until the age of, well, in your thirties, I should say, you start to lose, I believe half a cup of fat in your face. Mm -hmm. I turned 30. I pretty much lost all of it. <laughs> I was working with Christine at the time and she's like, um, she wouldn't do much filler on me because I was younger. And she looked at me, she's like, I learned some new things. She's like, I want to see you. And she did about five syringes of filler on me. She's like, I'm gonna do five syringes. And I was like, oh my God, that's a lot. Like, yeah. and I was expecting like this big change. And I was like, oh, actually it's really subtle. Yeah. It doesn't look gaunt anymore. And then I just have been maintaining it in my thirties with like 
a syringe here and there, right? And yeah. Adjust. Yeah. Um, with filler, so it is a hyaluronic acid, which is already in our body. Um, and like you said, it does fill in, like it's good for volume loss. So if you have, you know, second in temples, which I just filled before I got pregnant, thank God. Um, so I get Botox in my eyebrows, but once my Botox wears off, my eyebrows start falling, but yeah. I fill the temples and now, cause I haven't had Botox in a really, like a really, really long time. My eyebrows are fine. So I was like, okay, so that fixed one solution there. And I don't mm -hmm. have to see for that, but that's an example of, you know, where you lose volume. Um, also when you lose volume, like in your cheeks or, you know, along your jaw, that's when you start to see, you know, more lines as well. So some people are like, oh, I want to address the lines, but they don't realize a lot of it is volume loss. The volume loss. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. people will be like, oh, my nasal labial folds are getting so deep. I, uh, I need to put filler right here. You know, like when you treat that area, you're treating your cheeks. Yeah. Yeah. Like you so, need all, it's almost like the way, way it's placed. It's kind of and this is what I learned from Christine. It's it's more around the outside of your face yeah. to have that pulling, like, mm -hmm. yeah, the pulling, the yeah. pulling motion. It's not like filling in a line that's coming out of your nose. Like that's yeah. not the issue. Yeah. And that's why, that's where I think this happened because, or, or the women that you see that are overfilled, it's like they go and they get these places filled on their face and then it just looks so yeah. unnatural. Yeah. Or they're going so often to get their lips filled mm -hmm. that it's migrating like above and you can see it just doesn't look good. Right. Yeah. I like yeah. good pictures and videos when then it's like in person, you're like, oh, yeah. You know, yeah. A lot of people get scared of that. And, you know, if and it you, deters them from yeah. you know, even exactly and finding it's, out the proper information about finding a natural approach to you know doing it and making yourself look like you but your best to you but not changing you know a big thing and like I said when I first did those five syringes I first started dating my husband at the time and I went to dinner with him and I was like hey do I look any different to you and he's like no you look the same and I was like oh I got five syringes of filler and he's like you don't need that da, da, da. I said listen, this is not going to work if you're going to be judging me. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, ever since the, we were only dating for like a month or two at that time. And so he's still here almost yep. 10 years later. So and he's learned to zip his mouth. <laughs> oh, anytime I get anything done and I'm bruised, like I, if I had a little bit of lip filler or something, he'll be like, you look so beautiful. Like he's just like the best. <laughs> like you look amazing. So <laughs> That's it. And I wanted to also bring up because I, as I said, I went to a doctor where like he did a little bit of filler and I thought I needed, cause I've always had like really full cheeks. Like right. when you look back on my photos, when I was like a kid, always full cheeks, even as a teenager. And so when I started losing that volume, I noticed my skin more droopy. Yeah. And so, yeah, I wanted to get that kind of lifted and, and he put some in my cheeks, but it, I look like a chipmunk. Yeah. Like I look, I remember looking like a chipmunk and um, it, it subsided, it died down a little bit, but when I went to Christine, she's like, yeah, he wasn't supposed to fill there. Like you're, he's supposed to go in your temples and like blend it all. Like that's where you lost, you, you were losing the volume and then now your cheeks stick out more. And it's like, so she really fixed the symmetry of my face and made it look a lot more natural, which I absolutely loved. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I know when you were sitting in my chair, you were talking to me about some issues, even the lips and whatnot. Yeah. You know, and I was like, you need just go see Christine. She'll fix you all. Let's go see her. Yeah. But also, like, it's just that you know, 
little bits go a long way and you don't need to be like overdone in one area. And I'll be honest with you, even, you know, a lot of the times if they're not doing it, like doctors aren't doing it as often as their counter, like nurse or medical esthetician, mm-hmm. they kind of don't have the same skill. Right. Really? Um, mm-hmm. And I saw that a lot with Christine and Val where, you know, they, they would, they would trust them with everything more so. And, you know, Val is like, like a derm, a dermatologist. She should be a dermatologist. She knows she's knowledgeable. Like the doctor would go to her and ask her questions about things regarding, you know, moles or whatever, face lesions and whatnot. So sometimes, you know, people that are doing it that often and educating you, providing you the knowledge and explaining what they're going to do and how they're going to do it to make it look symmetrical and natural as well. That's someone that you want to see. Totally. Somebody that is, you need 10 syringes yeah, and um, I can put you on this deal. Like, no, that's not how it works. Get your education first. Then you figure out the rest after you decide. (laughs) Somebody that has like that you've seen their work that, you know, has a lot of clients and that, you know, is constantly educating themselves right? and educates you. Like that's a big one. When she was educating me, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm in, like, I'm, I'm, I'm learning from her and she's not just trying to like sell me 10 syringes because she wants to make money. Like she would actually say, no, we don't even need that. Right. So that's super important when you're finding a professional. No, you don't need to do everything all at once. She's always open to be like, Hey, you know, we'll do a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And then we see, and then, you know, because everything does take time. So, um, filler, you see immediate results, but again, the, for it to all settle in, she likes to see you two weeks after to make sure how everything flows. So I did the one temple and then I went back to her and we wanted to do the other temple. And then she touched up a little bit more on Oh, sorry. I think it was this one (laughs) that needed a little bit more than this. And this only needed a little, so, you know, you just go back and you figure out what you need. Right. Yeah. I love how she does that. It's like a step-by-step process. She doesn't overfill you. And to be honest, like when she did, like when she kind of fixed my face symmetry, like symmetry, I haven't really had to put any more filler in for like a, a good year and a half, almost two years now. Yeah. I rarely get it. It's very rare that I get it. And it's because of all the base work we did in the beginning of fixing right before my wedding. We did a couple more and then it was like every once in a while, I'll be like, what do you think? She'll be like, okay, yeah, maybe, but, or she'll be like, no, you don't need it. She'll tell you if you don't need it. Right. So. Yeah. And what about Botox? Like what is maybe somebody listening right now doesn't really know the difference between Botox and fillers. I think majority of people know but what 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 would you so Botox is the name brand so Mm -hmm. they're called neuromodulators so you have different variations I don't remember all of them but Botox and Dysport are one of the big ones and I think uh Xeomin Xeomin is the other one and there's another one and I can't remember what it's called so Botox works on moving lines so when you frown and squint and when you raise your eyebrows when you have your crow seat your bunnies um smokers line you can do it above here and that's the one that I started on here was because I I had a crooked lip and it gave me a lip lift and it's like the only one that like I just loved when I was younger because I didn't have to do much filler um Mm -hmm. and that really helped so it's working more on moving lines and expression lines whereas filler is used on sometimes more static lines and volume loss right so 
or addressing the static lines, I should say. So Botox filler can last anywhere from six to 18 months. And again, depending on how you break it down, uh, a lot of athletic fitness people do break it down a bit faster um, and metabolize faster, I guess. And uh, same goes for Botox as well. And Botox is usually every three to four months. Um, I was really lucky I didn't need to go that often. It was like every six months or so. Um, it just depends on your skin type. And obviously I wasn't really active at that time. <laughs> but um, yeah, it really depends on your type. But it lasts about three to four months. It's a purified protein. And what it does is relaxes the muscle. So um, they used to use it on kids with cerebral palsy. They do like 500 units in like their lower leg to help relax muscles and so that's how they figured out how it would work to, you know, work with the minimize um, the lines. Yeah. Because I find like, um, I think Christine was mentioning this to me when you like frown and, you know, make facial expressions in your twenties and thirties, like you still have those lines, but they, when you don't frown, they completely go away yeah. when you're in, let's say your mid thirties to forties, those, those frown lines stay <laughs> when you're not frowning. Right. So it's, so that's basically what it does one big line here when I was yeah. 27 and that was like the one line I was like I just want that line gone because it's not going anywhere and in between I, your brows right yeah I haven't had it since I mean sometimes it comes back but it's very rare but again when I was working at the clinic like there was this big study out where they had two twins that had done or one had done Botox and one hadn't and one had done it for 13 years and the other one hadn't so what it showed was the one that did it it was a pause in time for mm. her and those lines. So once you stop doing it, unfortunately those lines will start coming back again. But yeah, yeah. again, it's a person, I know a lot of people are scared of it. It's personal choice of injectables. It's just about getting educated and, and you don't have to get overly, overly (laughs) Botoxed, you know, like you can actually just, um, like if you still like your facial expressions, she doesn't have to put so much in, it will just soften things up. Yes. So what she does is in the initial one, she'll treat your concerns. Uh, you just let her know, like, I want a little bit of movement or whatever injector you're going to. Um, and then you go back in two weeks because it does take a full two weeks to see how it's kicked in. And you might feel it sooner. Like for me, I feel it sometimes when I, when I do discord, I think I, I find that one, triggers in like after four days for me. And I'm like, oh my God, it's already working. <laughs> I can feel it. Um, but yeah, she'll she'll dose you and you know, sometimes, you know, you'll need a little more. Or sometimes you'll be like, you know what, maybe next time we can go a little less, right? It's just how you how you dose it, right? And how you figure it out. I feel like we could talk for hours on these topics. <laughs> like it's got the time has gone by so quickly. Um, but I want to kind of wrap it up because uh, we, we want to like, we, ha- I attract my followers and my listeners are usually around the same age as me. And whenever I post anything about skincare or anything about like hormones in our forties, like everybody kind of chimes in and they want more because I feel like we just want to live as long and as beautifully as we can and pause the aging process down as long as we can. I mean, age gracefully, of course. Um, So would you say the three top things for in your forties would be a combination of great medical grade skincare, 
um, medical grade treatments if you can. So like some lasers or maybe a, um, a peel, like a hyaluronic acid peel. That's a little bit stronger, like every, you know, few months and paired up with some treatments like volume loss with fillers or a little bit of Botox. Like, will that give you that youthful glow pause the aging that we, we all want? Yes. I think that, like I said, like some things you'll like some treatments, you'll get immediate results and some will be continuation over time. And I think if, if you're working so hard on your body and your health, why not take care of your skin too? Right. You know, we're so lucky that we're not aging as previous generations the golden girls like the golden girls like yeah golden was girls 40, were like 50. Blanche was 43 or 44 yeah okay <laughs> don't look like that <laughs> yeah like just wild it's just wild and so I think it's like a great and also okay well the styling too was a little bit different as yeah, well totally like you know roller the perm the short perm you know yeah the short again. perm and like those like you know 90s that they used to wear or whatever but I think a combination of those. So like non-surgical treatments, all of what you've just talked about are great options and a great start to, um, you know, getting to the skin you want to be in mm-hmm. and maintaining your skin. And again, it doesn't have to be all at once and everything. You start slow and you work in, start with a little bit of a medical grade product, go for a quick laser treatment, have a discussion about, you know, if you have volume loss or, you know, lines that are really bothering you. But again, like skincare is a great option and amazing to start with. And especially sunscreen and retin-A, I would suggest. Okay. (laughs) Noted. Of course, lasers and all the injectables and PRP, you can't go wrong with a combination of all of them. You're going to get your best skin. And if that's what you're looking for, then yeah. Yeah. Find, find the right expert and um, allow them to guide you in the perfect plan for your skin and your skin goals. Exactly. Yeah. And take it slow. Like if you're going somewhere, like just take it easy. If you're not sure, get educated. Like mm-hmm. that's well, I love this conversation. I want to have you back on yeah. for like for these for these types of topics. I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. Um where can everybody find you, Monica? I am on Instagram at Monica Calra. I also have a private like makeup group there where I'm starting to post. It's called at Mocha Makeup Lovers. So M-O-K-A Makeup Lovers uh, that you can join. And I'll share some tips there as well. It's just kind of like more of a community on Instagram there. So amazing. And we'll include the links in the show notes. And also if you are subscribed to Strong Fitness Magazine, Monica has her beauty uh, article in every single issue with her, you know, her picks of the of the month or the season so definitely tune into that uh we'll include the link to subscribe to strong as well thank you so much for taking the time and being with me today and i'm gonna have you back for sure yes of course thank you for having me and that's a wrap on another episode guys thank you so much for spending this time with me I just love being able to share these strong stories and thoughts with you. And I hope you were able to take away a piece of inspiration from today. If there's one favor I could ask, please keep sharing, post a screenshot, 
share a direct link with a friend or post a review and help spread the word so more people can tune in and find their strong. And if you ever wanted to subscribe to our strong fitness magazine and get the physical copy mailed to your doorstep for more inspiration and motivation, I will include the link in the show notes and please feel free to use my strong girl three discount code to save. Guys, I cannot wait for the next show. I'm Jennifer Van Barneveld Pay. Take care and stay strong.